love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Monday, July 8th. 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. It's a happy, happy week of freedom. Celebrating a big week of freedom on the show. We're going to, you know what, last week was America Week, this week is Freedom Week. <laughs> what does that mean? We, that means we got a bunch of stuff planned for Freedom Week. Okay. Bunch of red, white, and cute stuff. There's Drew. Yeah, but are we really out of holidays until fall? I was looking at the calendar. There's no, there's no days off. Oh, you there's want to bet? Memorial Day, right? Got a bunch. No, of stuff that's in up. May. Oh, then what's uh-uh. the other one? Labor Day. Labor Day. That's the one. Oh, you guys are completely missing out. There's Bethany, the mouth from the south. We got a bunch of stuff coming up this month. Um. Well, am I the only person that kind of hides things in the trash when you throw things away, so people in your family won't dig it back out and try to keep it? I hope you're not talking about food. No. <laughs> Yeah, I think you might be the only one to do that. <laughs> that is weird. What's going yeah, on No, I'm telling weird. you, there's probably other Why do you moms. hide stuff in the trash? Well, first off, like, number one, if it's anything, if it's an art, anything, it could be on the back of any menu from any restaurant you went to and they doodled something and you're supposed to keep it. That is a work of art. That belongs in a museum. Hey, what is this doing in the trash? That's right. Oh, I got you now. Yes. So you've got to kind of hide it, you know? Yeah. And then there's other things like toys, you know, that are, you know, like the McDonald's toys or the... He celebrated Freedom Week, or at least the start of Freedom Week, by returning to the wilderness like our forefathers, our host, The Fitz. Can I tell you some big things that are happening this month? Please. Uh, please. July 17th is 7-Eleven Day yeah, but that's with, not free, with oh. free Slurpees, <gasps> and July 16th begins Amazon Prime Day and all the specials that go along with that. Two major things happening in July, so... You guys are like just acting like everything is over. We still got a lot of action this month. We're just looking for you know oppor- opportunities to relax. Oppor- We're looking- opportunities to get projects. Right. Yeah. Is the post office working on those days? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. Here comes Monday. Let's go. Fitz happens live. And now. And now. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here. Of course, I hope you had a fantastic 4th of July and happy America weekend. I really, really do. But while you were celebrating your freedom over the weekend, I was compiling what are you kidding me stories. Mm-hmm. These probably all have to do with people's <laughs> hands getting blown off, don't they? No, there's a lot of those, though. I mean, I saw some video this nitwit laid down and had two mortars by his head and he put one between his legs and one on the left side of his left leg and one on the right side anyway like a star around him and it basically blew off his ear what and i saw this video over the weekend and he goes well i just went off and messed myself up well yeah you think you nitwit here's your sign why would you ever why would guys ever put any sort of explosive in between their legs i mean is that just i mean well first of all he was he was just completely blasted he was drunk off his butt, and everybody was filming this, and there was like one guy saying, hey, this is a bad idea, Earl. This isn't a good idea. Or he's like, oh, shut up. Let me lay down and do shut this. Shut up and hold my beer. That's exactly right. Yep. And he, I mean, it was unbelievable. So there's your first what are you kidding me story. What are you kidding me? We should have titled that story. I can't hear you. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I mean, right after it happened, he goes, well, I went off and did it now. <laughs> You did, Earl. We handled that in stride. You blew your dang ear off. All right, let's go to page two. What, what are we kidding me? Okay. A brand new port out of the Obesity Journal is titled, You Don't Say. The report has found the main causes of obesity, believe it or not, are being lazy and eating too much. Hmm. Write that down. 
<laughs> how many how many millions of government grant dollars did they spend to figure this out to crack this code? So, <laughs> probably millions and millions of dollars. Oh, you know it. And, and that's basically it. New report found main causes of obesity. Believe it or not, being lazy, eating too much. It's like it no says, one it, sat down with them and said, "Listen." Yeah. I mean, really, we could give this money to like cancer. I mean, like okay. you know, we don't need this study. And by the way, everybody, that's true even if your genes can make you gain more weight. Obesity rates have soared in people with and without what they call, you know, the fat or hereditary gene. Oh, well, I know it. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's basically because none of us move. Uh huh. We don't have jobs that we work anymore. And then we also just let's be positive. We all need food. We all need to start moving a little bit. If you don't move, you don't move. That's just it. Mm -hmm. If you don't move, you don't move, and then you start swelling. I still want to blame my fat genes. Well, I've seen your mom. You don't have fat genes. (laughs) Well, they skipped a generation, landed on me. (laughs) I've seen Deuce's grandmama. She does. (laughs) No. She's a cute little portly grandma. <laughs> there you go, you got the. What are you, you kidding, kidding me? Stories of the day. It's the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. What is up, everybody? Uh, make sure to set our shows the number one button on your preset. We want you to become a P1. By holding down that, that that number one button right there on your preset and, and holding it down until it beeps, your preference one button, that is what makes you a P1 of the show. Isn't that right, Drew? That's right. When you lock it in, that's how you become a P1. You lock this show in on the number one setting, never take it off, and you're a P1. Right over there is Bethany, the mouth from the south. It was just days ago while we were having our Independence Weekend celebrating America with our family, just you know, kind of driving around the country and stuff. Blah, blah. Uh, my wife is on the phone with her mom. And uh, the entire time, I'm just trying to focus on freedom and a nice little drive. She just feels the need to talk about death with her mom. <laughs> well, you know, Mom, it's one thing that we're all going to be facing, you know. that. And I'm like, can I just please enjoy some music and enjoy the countryside? And uh, well, they were talking about people in Bethany's family who aren't feeling well. Okay, so I was wondering stuff. if there was a context or if mm-hmm. it was just a general conversation about No, we about weren't death. having a general conversation about death. And it always, no matter what, it seems like, I don't know, every Sunday or so, Bethany, your mom want to get on the phone and talk about who's died, who's dying, no, death, uh, how to prepare me. for it. Your mother called you today. You answered on speakerphone. Oh, and what's the great. first thing she said? Well, you won't believe who died. That's the first <laughs> thing that came out of her mouth. Oh, well, just, who? And I'm just, you know, I, I'm, I'm just kind of done with all that negativity. I mean, we all know what's happening and stuff, but. I think there's better ways to to, to yeah, say that to people. That person wasn't even a family member. Yeah, I mean, he's okay. just like a community member. Well, we come like, from a small is, town. Well, this is like someone that you know, like, is near and dear to me. Like, is actually a major family member of mine. So it's not like we were just, hey, let me call up and tell you the latest and greatest about who passed on. No, but it's just like, well, I tell you what, if I start feeling bad, she says I'm just going to move up to Oregon and just, you know, I'm no reason to sit there and suffer. I'm like, okay, can I just quit, you know, having to hear this conversation? It's a scary thing. Yeah, it is a scary thing to hear. Yeah, all the time. This Fitch happens live. It's the Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Folks. Hopefully you'll never, uh, you, you you won't ever need to know the answer to this question. But does a dead body count as a passenger so you could drive in the carpool lane? No. I say yes. <laughs> no. I say absolutely yes. I mean, I'd try it, but right. once I got caught, yeah, I'd rather I mean, have like I'd a no. I'd rather have a cardboard cutout. Here's what you do: you prop up the dead person in the passenger seat, and then if you get pulled over, the cop says something about it, you act surprised, like, "Oh my God, Grandma!" <laughs> like you didn't know she was dead, and that'll get you out of the ticket. Right? Oh my God. She just died when I ran the red light. Yeah. I always imagined having like a blow up doll that you could just like whenever you were running late, you could just kind of like pull the rip cord and it oh, would yeah. just blow up in your, in your passenger seat. Yeah. Well, there was a hearse driver in Las Vegas uh, and basically he was pulled over last Monday for driving solo in the carpool lane. He said that he thought the dead body he was transporting counted as the passenger. <laughs> I'm with him on this. I think he's got a great point. He might he should, have them beat on a technicality. He should fight the ticket. There were two human beings in that car. <laughs> That's right. One has just I, departed. He didn't get away with a warning. 
I mean, I think yeah, that the he trooper have gave least, him a warning. I was but. about to say he should have at least gotten a yeah. warning. I mean, come on, a pass for the first time. <laughs> All right, Drew, choose your news. Well, there are some very evil people out there trying to do terrible, terrible things to all of us. And the thing that those people are trying to do is create the standing airline seat. This oh. concept has come up over and over again. It was most recently presented again. It's turning into like a bus already, the, yes, the air. Yes, So an Italian firm that designs airline interiors just presented them at a big uh, industry show recently uh, overseas. They're trying to pitch seats that basically you you lean against the seat. It has something similar to like a bicycle saddle that you sort of uh -huh. sit on. So you're sort of sitting and standing at the same time. The reason for this is then they could move the rows even closer together than they already are. If they don't have to worry about knee distance, you're basically leaning on a little board sitting on a bicycle saddle for the, the length of a flight. Now, what are they trying to do to us? The idea was shot down. Uh, the idea has been shot down over and over again. And the FAA has said right now, no way. We're not going to pass this. We're not going to let it through. But that's today. Basically, the point is, this is probably going to eventually happen. As airlines are looking for ways to maximize their well, profit, I won't gonna stand have, for it. You're gonna have you will like be standing for it, though. <laughs> You know what? With those crappy seats, I'd rather be standing anyway on a plane. No, I guarantee you there's going to have the standing people, yeah. and then they're, you're going to have to pay steerage. more for the seat. There's their steerage or standing. Yeah, there All you right, go. All right, Bethany, choose your news. Okay, so um, an advertising regulator. Now, it's a UK advertising regulator, but they're, but they're called the Advertising Standards Agency, and they made a revelation in a landmark ruling that means... Anyone with 30,000 followers or more on social media is now considered a celebrity. That's it. Congratulations, Fitz. You are on Facebook. You. you are considered a celebrity. Thank you. Thank you all. You are so welcome. Thank you. What, should I have a, should I do a speech? I don't know. Did you have something prepared? Well, when you're an influencer like myself, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's very important. I just want to say thank you to everyone who is following me. If you're not following me, you're straight up missing out. Facebook.com slash follow fits. That's with a Z. Or follow fits on Twitter or follow fits on Instagram. Thank you for choosing me as your neighborly influencer. Yes. The celebrity of record. I love it. Nice. Thank you. Fits happens live. Fits happens live that's right say hello on instagram follow fits that's two words follow fits on instagram drew is here right over there's bethany the mouth from the south uh i hope you had a fantastic fourth of july independence weekend we are back back to the grind you guys let's get to it uh speaking of back to the grind i'm really considering you know there are a couple of people uh over the holiday weekend that tried to send me like friend requests on facebook couple of them were people that had actually like unfriended me before in the past really do you have those like they unfriend you and then uh, you know and you're like oh wait yeah. a minute i thought we were friends news to me right and then all of a sudden another friend request is coming in like oh you must have unfriended me in the past you punk well you should be sure that they actually unfriended you because there's a lot of those uh bugs out there that will send friend requests from people you're already friends with like if they get into yeah, their account these are kind of i mean you know when you look at your facebook sort of acquaintance list you could you know you know who the shady people are that you just kind of keep on there just for, yeah, because, you know, you know yeah, yeah. just because you, yeah. then you'd have to explain why you wouldn't yeah. want them on there. Right. right. Yeah. So you have to kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What I'm what I'm basically saying is I think I'm going to go and just do a nice big wipeout. Just going to. Yeah. Like, I'm, just, I'm just going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to eliminate the people from. And I'm, I'm talking about my personal Facebook page, by the way. I'm going to eliminate the people who don't matter, who I know just don't give a crap about me. So why am I their friend? Well, and why do they get to see my private photos? You, you should be careful with that. That bar because if it's the people who don't give a crap up about you on Facebook, you're yeah. gonna have about five followers or five friends. Because let's face it, people on social media really don't give a crap about each other. No, I'm talking about like, you know, the personal Facebook page, like, you know, the friends and family page. Yeah. You know yeah, what like I mean? People that I'm you even don't saying some of those interact with. Right. It's like why do they deserve to see like, you know, post about my family and my life? You're when, entering the new era of social media where yeah. we all were in a big race to get as many friends as we could, and now, and now we're going to go, who are yeah, these people? Yeah, yeah. I still think I have like a hundred. Well, I was never, in, not on my personal Maybe page, that. though. My, I always try to keep like my personal page, like business and friends, family. You know what I mean? Never tried to In the get very a, beginning, though, you were trying to like, who, no. who do I work with and who, do, who did I go to high school with? And you were looking at all those people. I was never trying to get like a big number on my personal page. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But like on the on the on the show page, of course. But I do know people that do that. 
It's like they meet someone anywhere and they're like, oh, yeah. what's your social media? Oh, yeah. And then they're social media friends, you know, and it's like you'll never see that person again. Right. Ever. Right. Like, it's like, what are we doing? They were standing in line together, like, while at an NBA game. And we game, shared, it, we know, shared like, a drink together. Yeah, or they were standing right. in line for the bathroom. And they were right. Like, hey. Well, in the beginning, we didn't know where it was going to take us. And now we do. Nowhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big dead end. Yeah. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Welcome back. Hope you had a fantastic weekend of freedom, celebrating the birthday of our nation. Stand by. The Fitz files are on the way. Get ready for the good, the bad, and the gossip. Brad Pitt is saying what about the future of Hollywood and streaming and all that kind of stuff? I'm going to tell you, coming up in just a few minutes. Here's Drew standing by with the Monday reality check. Well, big news on Sunday for American sports. The U.S. Women's uh, World Cup team took down the World Cup champions again. They, they are now the two-time World Cup soccer champions for the female division. They talk the talk and they walk the walk. They both talk and walk the walk. Uh, this is something that the American team, I believe, the male team, excuse me, has never managed to do, right? Can I just say something real quick? Yeah. Did you hear about that yeah. Megan Rapinoe? She got really mad because FIFA, which I would assume is like what? FIFA. 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 Yeah. Okay. So Federal International Football Association. Well, apparently they were making the pot or whatever for the winnings of the World Cup for females at sixty million, but for men, mm-hmm. it's going to be four hundred and forty oh, yeah. or. Isn't that based or? on the the amount of people who go to games? I don't know. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, and that that is the topic. In fact, right after they won, immediately the the focus turned to the money. Like, hey, now it's time for equal pay. And I'm sorry, I just looked it up. The women's team has their four-time world champions, right. which is amazing. No, In fact, no other team has ever done that. I say pay them. Pay them what they want. But it is about how many seats you can fill in stadiums. And, and this was a massive event. Obviously, winning the World Cup, it, it's a big global event, and people watch all around the world, and the stadiums are full. But it may not be the case in every game throughout the year. And I think, you know, and then you have sponsorship dollars and all of that, which which right. is an issue that we're dealing with across all It does sports. come down of, of, of where the dollars are, are going and being spent and, like, who's... The butts in the seats. Butts yeah. in the seats. You've yeah. heard the same argument with the WNBA. Um, they yeah, continually the w- say, hey, we're making, like, 40 grand a year, and these guys are making, like, yeah, 40 million you know, a year. Blah, blah, blah. The WNBA ain't winning World Cups or World whatevers. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. this soccer team is what you said, four-time four world time. champions. Only ones that are four-time. That's time. crazy. Crazy. I mean, and these women are the not, champions. Yeah. So that's that's the only other argument is that I'm saying this team obviously puts the work in and has, you know, achieved this four times now. I don't know. I just think it's like maybe Nike will put them on salary soon. Something. <laughs> the Fitz Show. The good, the bad and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. All right. Uh, I hope you are rested. Hope you are feeling good. Maybe you got a little suntan. Hope you had a fantastic happy birthday, America weekend. Here's Bethany with the Fitz Files. Yeah, so um, Brad Pitt says he is curious about the future of Hollywood with streaming because it's led to more opportunities. But Leonardo DiCaprio, which, of course... uh, Come on, Drew. They're in a movie that's coming out. Yeah, they're out. in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. So they're being interviewed a lot right now together. Anyway, Leonardo said he isn't so sure. He says all the content all the content has led to, quote, a lot of garbage. And he thinks there are, quote, dark ages ahead for the movie industry. So I don't know really what that means. What do you think, Drew? To me, what, do you think, what do you think that means? To today? me, he's really worried about um, the stuff that's, that's on the screen. Because everybody seems to be, you know, doing all the Netflix, the Hulu, the Amazon Prime stuff, and I, he thinks that's affecting the quality of the movies. Right. I think that that could be kind of an elitist attitude. He's saying like, leave this to the pros, leave this to the people above the line in Hollywood who know ah. what we're doing. So all these other people don't need movie deals and TV deals. In a way, that's kind of what I take out of that. There are only a select amount of people who know how to put on different clothes and act like other people. In Do the you world. know how hard it is to pretend to be someone else <laughs> for like a month? When you're filming a movie, like do you, do you know how hard to do stuff that didn't I really had happen. To, I had to grow my yeah. hair for this role. You know how hard it is to have your own trailer. 
<laughs> Air-conditioned trailer and have a one makeup artist. Sometimes you only get five or six chances to get the line right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't, well. Don't you tell me what work is. <laughs> okay. One second, really quickly, I've got to cover this one. I mean, I just can't believe these people. I know, I know. They and, just and, really believe their own crap coming out of their mouth. And by the way, some of the stuff I'm seeing on yeah. Netflix is far better than what's been coming out of Hollywood. That's like, the thing. Hollywood is just sequel movie after reboot after remake, and brand new, creative, innovative stuff is coming out on the streaming yeah. services, like cool new stuff. What this is is Hollywood's way of saying we're scared. We're scared to death. Yeah. Our okay. $40 million paycheck is in, in yes. jeopardy. Well, I am super excited because we finally got a look at baby Archie over the weekend. Oh, and he's by a baby sweet, Archie, sweet baby. I mean, Harry and Meghan's little baby. He finally got christened over the weekend. We don't know who the godparents are yet. So, I mean, there's still tons of speculation over it. I'm not really concerned about it. I was just excited to see the baby. It's Fitz and Bethany. We're the godparents. We are the godparents. <laughs> I think it's got to be that Virgin Airlines guy. <laughs> Richard Branson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. There's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is the Fit Show. He's taller than a Jolly Green Giant. By golly, it's the tallest radio personality in North America. It's the Fit Show. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a fantastic Fourth of July weekend. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who who sent messages on Facebook. Social media was really active over the weekend. Facebook.com slash follow fits. There's Drew. There's Bethany, the mouth from the South. And don't you guys think that almost everyone has that dream of, of, of that love that lasts a lifetime? You know what I mean, Drew? That, you know, just... That no, perfect... Drew doesn't know. Yeah, yeah get Drew. a dog. That's a love that lasts a lifetime. Oh, that is a sweet love that lasts a lifetime. But, Drew, there, there are some things that you could do to, uh, to keep that love, that spark alive. Okay. I mean... You've been in a relationship for like a decade. You ain't got no ring on that thing. Mm-hmm. You're probably wondering what you could do to keep that love alive. Well, no, because I'm. Uh, our love is what keeps it alive. We don't. We don't need a document. We don't need a, a legal status. It's the love that keeps us in it. <laughs> well, what about this though? <laughs> <laughs> That's great, but what about this? Well, I mean, what are you trying to destroy the bit? I actually want to hear these. I want to see if I'm doing any of them. <laughs> are you diplomatic? Instead yes. of screaming and throwing a tantrum about oh. things that make you upset, think, do, you, yeah. do you praise your partner? Mm, I, don't well, know. I, I think that's two different things. I am diplomatic, but I'm not very great at, pra- at praise. Okay, what about number two? Do you give your partner space? Yes. Yes, definitely. I could I could guess these mm-hmm. for Drew and Jill. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, do you remember the good old days? <laughs> do you remember the good old days with her? <laughs> yeah, sort of. I guess. Are you trying to break the cycle of arguments in your household? Yeah, uh, we don't really don't have we don't argue that much. So we're you're right. You have to see each other to argue. Go, refer back to give each other space. <laughs> All right. What about this? Do you say thank you to your companion, Drew? Yes. You see, you do show appreciation for for all the things that your partner does in your life. I do. Well, I don't think that he's saying that he does it all for everything she does. You know, it's very easy whenever you live with someone to, con- you know, and they do it all the time to yeah. say, hey, thanks for that, you know, or whatever. And that's all of us. We're all guilty of that, you know. So, hey, go home and thank your partner. Well, you know what, Bethany, what, what what's your advice on keeping love alive? You know, especially married folks. What's, what, what, what's your advice of keeping that spark lit? What's, what's your advice on keeping it lit, fam? Well, I think. <laughs> Not saying stuff like that. Yeah. Huh? Well, seriously, I think you have to um, try. Uh, both of you have to uh, try in the relationship, and it has to also be um, you can't keep score. You know, you can't keep score right. on who's doing this or who's right. doing that. Yeah. That's kind of hard sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that, Bethany. <laughs> Basically, you gotta try. So check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. We're now. We're gonna kick this thing again. Now, back to the Fitch Show. Hey, selfie contest right now. Uh, Independence Weekend got me like what? With a selfie. That's right. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Just take a selfie if you're listening. Let us know you're there. 
Uh, thanks to all of our P1s checking in. Everybody who set this show as the number one button on their preset. I'm joined by Drew. Right over there is Bethany, the mouth from the South. And answer this question for me. 55% of us bought this for our uh, July 4th weekend. What do you think? Hot dogs. Boom. Not it. That's what I was going to say. Um, not it. Is it a- sparklers? Nope. Is it a hot dog condiment? Like it is ketchup? not. It is no. not. Insect repellent. Insect repellent. And I didn't even use it. Yeah, I didn't either. But you know what? It just got me thinking when I was a kid. Maybe somebody can answer this for me. When I was a kid, growing up in North Texas, this uh, the bug truck always used to circle around our neighborhoods. Like, you know, at about 6.45 p.m. to like 7.30, the bug truck would go around my neighborhood in North Texas and just (laughs) spray these chemicals. And, you know, you had to cover up your face. These, you know, the bug chemicals. And I'm like, certainly that could not have been healthy for anybody outside just hucking that stuff in, right? Well, A, you're not supposed to go out and live in the cloud of it. But I think the idea of that is that there's bigger risks from the diseases the bugs can carry, like the mosquitoes. But this is, I mean, I'm I'm a kid of the 80s. This was like, you know. Yeah, but it wasn't DDT. That that gone away. A this stuff earlier. was straight up bug spray that came out and fogged up your entire neighborhood while everybody was playing outside. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if I need to call like an Aaron Brockovich You're fine. situation. You're fine. That's not what I'm you saying. You freak out whenever I spray hairspray. What are you spraying oh. in there? God. I smell chemicals. Is he trying to call a lawyer on you? I'm like, my gosh. I will sue you, wife. <laughs> She's like a big walking can of white rain everywhere she goes. No, I'm not. I barely ever use hairspray. But I did spray sunscreen on my kids over the weekend, and he about lost it. What are you spraying out there? (laughs) (laughs) Let those kids get malaria like I did when I was a kid. I just, I just can't believe all the chemicals that are that we constantly spray on us. Oh yeah, we constantly have in our neighborhoods. You know, I'm gonna write the senator. You do that. No, I'm going to tweet him right now. We'll be right back. Tweet the senator. Just be real. Welcome Welcome to the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Hope you had a good weekend, everybody. I really do. Happy independence to you. Now let's get back to real life, right? Uh, There's a guy in Minnesota. His name is Jason Gavin. He was at his family's cabin about 60 miles north of Minneapolis last Thursday. And he saw a bald eagle tangled in a piece of rope wrapped around a tree branch 70 feet off the ground. So it, literally this bird was dangling there. It was too far for him to rescue. And uh, a wildlife official told him that it had been there for like two and a half days. But Jason is an army vet. He did two tours in Afghanistan. So he, he, he's a pretty good shot. And his wife made him borrow a friend's rifle and try to snap the four-inch rope by shooting it. Wow, that's okay. that's like some... That's a uh, risk. The good, the bad, and the ugly Western stuff, shooting yeah. the rope. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, it's a lot harder than it looks, right? Way in the movies. harder than it looks, yeah. So uh, it, it was pretty windy. He had to shoot some branches out of the way first just to kind of get a clear shot. <laughs> Could you wow. imagine that poor eagle? Oh, I know. Oh, just terrified. Terrified. But it's better than you know, I know, the alternative. I know, the alternative. I'm yeah. just saying... Alive and scared rather first than there's... dead and dangling. Versus there's something shooting branches around your head and you're dangling. But after 90 minutes and 150 shots, it worked. One of his shots snapped the rope. None of the other shots hit the bird, which landed in, in some brush. And now the Raptor Center at the University of Minnesota is planning to release it back into the wild after it recovers. How about that? that America, awesome. bald eagle saved. Woo! On Independence Day weekend. That is right. Wow. And the home, and the home, everyone please, of the brave. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. This happens. Live. Anybody follow anybody on uh, social media over the weekend at all? Did, what do you mean? Did I did, add any follows? Yeah. Did you did you find any anybody else to follow? Uh, anybody? No. I, I I followed someone new. Who? Who'd Beth, you follow? Beth Chapman. She just passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but okay. I just, I just updates and over. stuff. 
Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to know the updates and everything that was going on with the family and dog and all that kind of stuff. So, so they had a funeral for 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 Beth in Hawaii, and now they're going back to her. Colorado. I guess that's her hometown yeah. of Denver. They're right? getting ready for a really big turnout. Like from yeah. what I understand, they're getting ready for a huge turnout. What time? What kind of cancer did she have? First, she had throat cancer, throat, and then uh, she had the mass removed, and she went through some chemo and radiation, I believe, and she was declared, you know, out of the woods. She was good. And then last November, it came back, um, and it had spread to her lungs. Gosh. So, yeah. And how, how long was she, like, in... in, in how long did she they... decided that chemo and radiation wasn't for her, and she no just, kidding. Yeah, she just seemed to decide that you know what this, this if these are my last days on earth, that's not how I want to spend them. That's a strong and courageous thing to do. Yeah, just it say is. hey, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna end up doing this you know my way. You know what I mean? I'm gonna live my way. Yeah, and she yeah. even she even supposedly I mean whenever you watch Dog and her talk together, um, she has said, you know, I want to be right next to you for right. as long as I can. You know, like, I want to be out here doing what we do. Of sound mind and body. and as lo- For right. as long as I can so do it. So why did she choose to stop treatment then? Because um, I think it just made her sick and she just didn't want to live like that. Hmm. You know, I think she probably knew that, um, that it, the end was inevitably soon. Hmm. And I think she decided that she was going to live it do it her way yeah and probably wanted to feel somewhat good physically yeah you know she wanted to be able to go out and do stuff instead of sit there and be sick and not be able to go outside because your immune system is compromised and Mm -hmm. you know she wanted to go out and live you know it happens live the legendary fits happens live live Everybody, welcome back to the show. Hope you had a good fourth, don't you know? My name's Fitz. Nice to meet you. Did you get some good relaxation the past couple of days? I hope you did. Or did you work your butt off and bust it and, you know, pay those bills? If you did that, I got respect for you too. You know what? Got respect for you if you relaxed. I got respect for you if you busted it and worked your butt off. Right? Who do you have respect for for the past couple of days? Parents who who have kids running <laughs> around you. them, uh, going crazy. They Thank did you. all the fight. You know, you, kids are hard to entertain. I imagine yeah. that when you're entertaining them with explosives, it's even harder yet. Yeah. So yeah, hats off to you, parents. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south. She told me over the weekend. Apparently, I, I haven't heard it yet, but she said uh, in President Trump's Fourth of July speech, Bethany said that he talked about airports during the American Revolution. So they took over the airports. No, what exactly did he say? No, we didn't. Yes, he did. I'll give you the Certainly you've heard about this by now. Well, yeah, but I don't believe it. Have you really not heard the audio? No, I didn't I didn't listen to the audio. Yeah. I now what I think happened was the rain was hitting his teleprompter. Well, he said his teleprompter went out. Right. You know, it just went kaput and uh yes, he did say uh that during the revolutionary war troops troops took over airports. He also said they rammed the ramparts. Well, maybe there were some ramparts that maybe needed there to were be rammed. Some ramparts. <laughs> maybe the ramparts funny. needed to be rammed at the airport. <laughs> I still think Drew doesn't believe it. I'm having trouble believing it. We, here, let's let's grab some audio for just a second, uh, in case you missed it. Our army manned the airport. It rammed the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. See, I think he misspoke. I think he meant the seaport. Yeah, I, what, well, what, no one's saying that he didn't misspeak. I I'm think just the, saying I think it's the funny. rain was on the prompter, and in that situation, it's like, oh crap! You know, it's Fourth of July. This he's got to say what deal. he's got. Yeah, and show's got to go on. The water's on the screen. You know, you're probably like, what the heck word is that? And you're right. And he's also probably knowing seconds later that they were just going to destroy him on social media for saying that they took over the airports during the Revolutionary War. Which maybe he knows something we don't. True. Maybe right. maybe he there has were had airports. that presidential briefing. That is true. You know, the one that we're not privy to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows about Area 51, the mm-hmm. Kennedy stuff, and the airports in the and the airports in the Revolutionary War. And now this is the Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's the Fit Show. All right, stand by. A bunch of stuff coming up on the show. First of all, I just want to say I hope you had a fantastic Fourth of July weekend. Hopefully you get to relax a little bit. Uh, reality check is on the way. 
Also, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip coming up. Hey, this just seems kind of weird to me, and, and I don't know if this should, this should cause any, uh, I don't know, any concern, but can somebody tell me why in Anchorage it hit its highest temperature ever recorded on July 4th? As the temperature at the airport was 90 degrees. 90 degrees in Anchorage, Alaska. Mm-hmm. And that's the highest recorded. Ever. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Since, well, yeah, since June 14th, 1969. I'll tell you why. Because we got 12 years, people. We got 12 years. <laughs> what do you mean? We got 12 years to save the planet. That's what's going on. Is that from a movie? No, that's no, what she's the scientist qu- she's quoting said. a politician. Um, no, I'm quoting the scientists. I mean, I just don't know. I mean, you know, I could tell you that we will not, in any way, shape, or form, solve uh, the the what's going on with our climate or the climate change debate. That that's not going to happen on this show. But what we can talk about is, I mean, is it is it getting hotter? My dad says, like, when summers when I was a kid in North Texas, he said, you know, we used to have 115, 120 degree summers. Yeah, but. I believe the mm. 115, maybe. I don't believe 120. I think maybe heat index 115. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know. You g- Google Wichita Falls, I Texas, know, and you will see it's, it's the hottest place in the nation. True. Well, Death Valley is the hottest place in the nation. Uh, you're going to have to Google that one, my friend. Highest recorded temperature in the continent of the United States mm-hmm. is at Death Valley. I'm talking about average all year. It's North Texas. Hmm. Let's Google. We'll do a little Google. Google. There's a national race called the Hotter in Hell 100. It's one of the biggest bike races in the country, and they they have it like in North Texas for that reason. Plus, the humidity makes it worse, too. I actually did see something over the weekend that contributes to this, which is some scientists from Norway, Sweden, somewhere over there, said that it's as to to fix everything that's that's been broken in our environment is as simple as planting, I believe they said... A trillion trees. If we planted one trillion trees across and, the globe, and that's the fix, it would fix it. It would fix our environment. Why haven't I see? I I I haven't heard anybody ever say that. I, I just heard it for the first time. This well, weekend. let's go grab some shovels. Let's go grab yeah. some trees. Let's start. I mean, how hard the is that? Where's the hottest place? Well, um, th- I mean, as far as the hottest place ever recorded, that's Death Valley. I mean, that's for show uh, because that was. The hottest ever, it was 134 degrees there mm. on July 10th, 1913. Mm. So, Death Valley, California, that would be it. Mm. And that holds the record, like, for the next 15 records, it's all Death Valley. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that as far as, like, the hottest cities, yes, um, Dallas is on it, Austin is on it, all of those, like, Texas, North Texas sort of it is, cities. It is so hot, and it just seems like it's getting hotter. Well, if it's all, if it's getting hotter, I don't want to be in those sweltering places that are already hot. Fits happens. Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Everybody, welcome back. Uh, again, hope you had a fantastic 4th of July weekend. Check in right now. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Follow Fitz. Now, uh, Drew, you are getting ready for the reality check, but in moments, I have uncovered some some little facts about Kenny Chesney that maybe you did not know. Uh-oh. Oh, I think we just you skip did. my part then and get right to that? Well, I wish, I wish that I could, but we can't do that. People need to hear what's going on in the world. Uh, it's the Monday reality check. What's up? Well, this is really scary, and I feel a little weird bringing this up right after the 4th of July holiday, but I think it's important for everyone to know. So the FBI and ICE, that's the uh, Immigration Customs Enforcement Service, have been doing something right behind our backs that was just exposed uh, based on a Freedom Information Act uh, information search. They have been using DMV databases as a goldmine for facial recognition software hits. So... uh, through this information search, this group uncovered the fact that they've made thousands, hundreds of thousands of requests to DMVs without any knowledge of the people involved to search their picture databases. They basically figured out, hey, if we want to do facial rec, right, you got these cameras all over the place and you want to be able to pick up certain people, you have to have the model to go with. You have to get the measurements of their face to start with. Where do you get that? 
guess what? Their, their driver's license. license picture, their ID picture. So they would query the DMVs uh, in various states around the country and pull all these pictures, record the data off of them to get a facial rec baseline. Then they can use their facial recognition. Now, but most of us... Don't you think they already have that through Facebook and social media? I mean, but this uh, from, is an official version. This for, is the official one that... The problem is Facebook. See, you don't I, know I, that that's the person in the picture, I, but I heard the DMV that, had to have your your documents when yeah, you got the, your ID. Yeah, but with Facebook, I mean, they. I've heard that that's one of the, their main like things of income. They have sold this technology and this facial recognition okay. stuff so anybody could find us at any time. But, I mean... Whether they are doing it through Facebook or not, if they're doing it through the DMV behind our backs, then that seems certainly a little shady. Well, look what they're doing with Facebook behind our backs, right? But Facebook's a private company. Yeah, and that, you all, we're, you all we opted in yeah, to join we them. We put our face out there. Yeah. Now, with with an actual government agency like the DMV, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Yeah, very well, interesting get, stuff. Scary. Well, Big brother. Guess what? You know, you know, the only thing we could do? Write our senators. <laughs> that's right. Write them an email now. Or your congressman, or write the mayor, get them on it. People, if you want to actually get to take action. Or you could just vote for someone different. Or you could do that. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is the Fit Show. Straight out of country. Well, I don't know about you, but when I when I was thinking about the red, white, and blue this weekend, I was thinking about Kenny Chesney. For some reason, I just started Googling Kenny Chesney. And I found out some interesting stuff. Like, did you know that he was almost at the World Trade Center on 9-11? Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. He uh, he admits that his crew had planned to begin shooting a brand new video for his song, The Tin Man, on September 11, 2001, the day the World Trade Center towers were attacked at the Twin Towers. Wow. Wow. I heard another interesting celebrity fact. Uh, Seth... Uh, who's the guy that does Family Guy and, and all those? Uh, other Seth shows? MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane yeah. was on one of those planes that went down on 9/11, but his alarm uh, didn't go off and he overslept. And he said that his his uh, town car driver was like hauling butt through the city in New York to get him on that plane. And he was they were racing like driving on the sidewalks, going nuts to get him there. And he got there like one minute too late. They just closed the door and they would not open the door for him to let him on the plane. It was one of the planes that, that crashed that day. Oh, and so, I, yeah. I had a friend. Like I actually n- went to school with her. I went to high school with her. She was an intern at the World Trade Center. She was supposed to go into work that day. She called in because she had gone out the night before, Ooh. and had gotten a little tipsy. So she wasn't feeling well. She called in that morning sick. Wow, a hangover saved her life. Yeah. How could people just say that's a coincidence that they that? Like I actually talked I to mean, her. She said after right? that happened. I mean, like. She said that you just can't imagine the feeling that you get in your body to realize that you were supposed to be in there. Mm-hmm. But then you know you start getting into well, why were those other people? Why did they go down? And oh, I'm why not didn't... saying that. I'm just I, I know. Saying, I mean, like... it's it's a mind blowing thing to ever be in that scenario. Like, where oh my gosh, if you were on that 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 plane, that ship, or whatever. Well, it's just it's just the uh, proof that like if you would have taken a right instead of a left, right. that's I it. mean, well, it's that. You know, airlines overbook flights by, I like think, on they, purpose, like 125 percent, right? yeah. because a certain number of people miss a flight or canceled last second. Wow. Pretty much every flight. So pr- every time there's an incident, a plane crash or anything, somebody missed that flight. Mm-hmm. Maybe wow. several somebody's missed that flight. So the question is, why do they miss the flight? But like, it, well, it's different for everyone. I'm saying it, if it happens every single day on every, almost every flight's overbooked because people miss it. There's nothing particularly special about that flight. It's just that was a flight that went down. The people who missed it, I guess, were lucky they missed it. But someone missed the flight was before it and the flight w- after it as was well. Was it luck, though? But somebody missed the flight before it and the flight after it as well. They just aren't thinking they're lucky because that flight, those two flights, didn't go down. I don't know. Okay, what else my, about Kenny Chesney, I, though? I'm just, saying, I'm just saying my mind would be blown every day, right? It should like, be, wow. yeah. Yeah. No, th- that was it. <laughs> oh. That's pretty mad. Because think about um, everything yeah. he's done since then. All the music Kenny Chesney's done, all the concerts, the millions of people he's entertained, yeah. the money he's probably given to charity, all that stuff the would be that gone. The bought. Yeah, mm-hmm. for, for the last, what? Yeah. 14, 15, or excuse me, Where would years. country music be? Right. Seriously, we without need, Kenny yeah, Chesney. Yeah. We need Kenny Chesney for country music. You're listening to the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. 
This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. The freedom that you experienced over the weekend and Monday's freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And, you know, we talk a lot about the risk associated with serving in the military. You know, it's a big part of the reason that we owe so much to our servicemen and women. And today we're saluting a Marine. Hoorah! Yeah, by the way, Drew, Drew does that because he is a United States Marine. Today we are saluting a Marine who paid some of that price, but who also remains proud of his part in serving. Today we salute Brian Carpenter of the United States Marine Corps. Brian was serving in the Marine Corps and on deployment in Iraq back in June 6, 2006, when the vehicle he was riding in was struck by an IED. The vehicle was completely destroyed and Brian suffered devastating injuries. He was told he'd never walk again. And this salute was actually sent to me by Brian's cousin, Sarah Sullivan of Covington, Louisiana. What's up, Sarah? She says that um, this is not a sad story. She says, this is a story of triumph. Brian received a Purple Heart Medal from President George W. Bush. And Sarah says he even got to meet Ozzy Osbourne. And I'm not sure if she meant that you know they met at the same ceremony or not. <laughs> Some ceremony. Yeah, Ozzy was standing right next to W. W and Ozzy up there hanging out. Yeah, it's, a little, but, it's a little weird. But, yeah, he got, he got to meet Ozzy. And um, I, I do like to picture George W. and Ozzy standing side by side. Sure. <laughs> uh, and here's the real triumph that she wanted me to mention. Despite being told he'd never walk again from his injuries, Brian has overcome that diagnosis, and he is able to walk again. She says he suffers from a little bit of PTSD, but he is managing, and it's not too bad for him. Brian has a book out about his experience from joining the Marines through his injury and recovery and life after all of it. Adapt and overcome is a motto of the Marine Corps. And it seems like Brian Carpenter is living that motto every single day. And this is why we are saluting Brian Carpenter of the United States Marine Corps. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. Just as free. Just as free, free as we'll ever be. The one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Again, I just want to say while while you were out there, while you were out there enjoying your freedom, having your independence over the weekend, I was compiling what are you kidding me stories of the day. But again, this is my job, and I try to find the most ridiculous of the ridiculous that I could present to you and present it to you, like a story out of Canada. Up, up and away. 26-year-old man in Canada wanted to get attention for his cleaning business last Sunday. So he tied 110 helium balloons to a lawn chair, and he pretty much went right up in the in the sky. Again? I feel like this happens every decade or so. Someone well, flies a chair. Yeah, this guy did it. He actually landed safely, but the cops were there to arrest his butt for mischief right when he landed. That's illegal? Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, you have to have like a flying permit, right? <laughs> What? I don't, do people who fly hot air balloons have a license for it? Probably. Surely, I would hope so. That's all he's doing is flying a balloon. He's flying a hundred and well, something balloons. Yeah, you got to get certain, like, what is it? FAA's, you know, permits. Wait, what's the Canadian version of the FAA? The CFA? It's, it's the FAA. <laughs> FAA. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Wisconsin. They still have VCRs? 
A 56-year-old woman was trying to use the self-checkout at a grocery store in Wisconsin last week, but got so frustrated that she started screaming. And when the manager tried to calm her down, she hit him in the face with a VCR. What? And she had on her person? And then she took off. Well, yeah, I'm really confused at where she took well, the, I, I, She had that in her back pocket. I mean, exactly. Yeah, you got to wonder why there was a VCR at a grocery store. Why maybe, are you grocery shopping well, maybe, with a VCR? Maybe it was more like it's a pawn shop. Well, maybe it was more like a pawn <laughs> shop. They got VCRs all over the pawn shop. More like Goodwill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't even take them at the pawn shop. I know how much, it, I know they have a lot of VCRs in the pawn shop because the first time I tried to hawk your engagement ring, remember that? <laughs> oh, no. Right on Airline Drive. <laughs> you know I did that. Okay. Well, that was a long time ago. What are you ago. kidding me? It's a long time ago. And I didn't think they'd give me a, they, they wouldn't give me enough for it, so. Uh, well, did they offer you a VCR in exchange? <laughs> no, I, no I, I just saw a lot of VCRs around. Oh, okay. Uh, now, if you're wondering about this woman, <laughs> the cops caught her and arrested her for disorderly conduct. No, Got it all on tape. No assault yeah. with a VCR. Yeah, you just can't hit. You, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> anymore. Back in the back in the old days when he had a grudge, you could just smash. You handled it with a VCR. Yeah. All right, and there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? <laughs> Stories of the day. And now, this is the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. All right. Uh, I hope you are rested. Hope you are feeling good. Maybe you got a little suntan. Hope you had a fantastic happy birthday America weekend. Here's Bethany with the Fitz Files. Yeah, so um, Brad Pitt says he is curious about the future of Hollywood with streaming because it's led to more opportunities. But Leonardo DiCaprio, which, of course... Uh, Come on, Drew. They're in a movie that's coming out. Yeah, they're out. in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. So they're being interviewed a lot right now together. Anyway, Leonardo said he isn't so sure. He says all the content all the content has led to, quote, a lot of garbage. And he thinks there are, quote, dark ages ahead for the movie industry. So I don't know really what that means. What do you think, Drew? To me, what, do you think, what do you think that means? To today? me, he's really worried about um, the stuff that's, that's on the screen. Because everybody seems to be, you know, doing all the Netflix, the Hulu, the Amazon Prime stuff, and I, he thinks that's affecting the quality of the movies. Right. I think that that could be kind of an elitist attitude. He's saying like, leave this to the pros, leave this to the people above the line in Hollywood who know ah. what we're doing. So all these other people don't need movie deals and TV deals. In a way, that's kind of what I take out of that. There are only a select amount of people who know how to put on different clothes and act like other people. In the do you world. know how hard it is to pretend to be someone else <laughs> for like a month when? you're filming a movie like do you, do you know how hard to do it, stuff that didn't I really had happen to, i had to grow my yeah. hair for this role you know how hard it is to have your own trailer <laughs> air conditioned trailer and have a one makeup artist sometimes you only get five or six chances to get the line right <laughs> <laughs> okay don't, well don't you tell me what work is <laughs> okay one second really quickly i've got to cover this one. i mean i just can't believe these people i know i know they and, just and, really believe their own crap coming out of their mouth and by the way some of the stuff i'm saying on yeah. netflix is far better than what's been coming out of hollywood that's like, the thing hollywood is just sequel movie after reboot after remake and uh, brand new creative innovative stuff is coming out on the streaming yeah. services like cool new stuff what this is is hollywood's way of saying we're scared we're scared to death yeah our okay. 40 million dollar paycheck is in, right, in yes. jeopardy well i am super excited because we finally got a look at baby Archie over the weekend. Oh, he's by a baby sweet, Archie, sweet baby. I mean, Harry and Meghan's little baby. He finally got christened over the weekend. We don't know who the godparents are yet. So, I mean, there's still tons of speculation over it. I'm not really concerned about it. I was just excited to see the baby. It's Fitz and Bethany. We're the godparents. We are the godparents. <laughs> I think it's got to be that Virgin Airlines guy. <laughs> Richard Branson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. There's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is The Fit Show. Now back to The Fit Show. So let's kick it. Fits happen. Live. Writing's not that easy, but Grammarly can help. This sentence is grammatically correct. 
Oh yeah, hope you had a good 4th of July weekend, y'all. Getting ready to motivate, abbreviate, alleviate right here. Yeah, y'all ready? Mm. A little enthusiasm in the room, please. Yes. 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 You know it's Monday motivation. We gonna give it to you right now. You know it's Monday motivation. What? Believe it, achieve it, believe it. <laughs> yeah, Monday motivation. If you don't mind, I'm gonna go ahead and kick it off with this. Never, ever. Ever stop showing someone how much they mean to you. <laughs> that wasn't the one I was going to read. <laughs> the one I was going to read was, you'll never have to force something that's meant to be. Right? True that. You know, I think I'm going to write a hook and send that hook to someone. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be. Baby, just let it be. That's a hit. So come on, ride with it. I'm going to send that off to probably FGL, see if they'll cut it for me. <laughs> All right. Get that hey, right credit. Hey, Drew, how about you motivate us, won't you please? Yeah. Someone out there is very happy with far less than you have. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, better let that soak on in today. It's not about the stuff. It's not about how much. It's never about that. Actually, stuff is stress. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I need to trademark that. Stuff is stress. Bethy and I talk about all the time how we just want to like get like a little pimp RV and just cruise around the nation. Yeah, but whenever I talk to him about getting rid of stuff, he has anxiety and goes into a panic attack. You yeah. have to have a 2,000-square-foot RV. Keep all your stuff <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> I want the storage RV. <laughs> hey, Bethany? Yeah? You, you, you're looking pretty tired over there. I'm hoping that you could motivate us for this Monday. Well, there's just this mother, and um, she just wrote a book. Her two daughters. One now, of why them, do you get to read a book and we just get quotes? Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm just trying to tell you who oh. who she is oh. before um, because her one of her daughters is the CEO of YouTube, oh. and the other daughter is the CEO and um, developer of uh, in some capacity. She's of 23 rich. I'm sure. And me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so she's good at mothering. Right. Well, she just said something that, and then and she's good at figuring out who your mama is. It yep. made a lot of sense to me. She says. There's a certain number of hours in the day and a certain number of years in your life. Is this what you really want to spend your life doing? So anytime you're doing something, like you're sitting there on your phone, right? Life is short. Is that what you want to spend your life doing? I find myself asking myself that a lot. I mean, sometimes, yes. I would like a little more phone time. (laughs) (laughs) He's right where he wants to be. Well, you do you as long as that's that's what makes you happy. All right. Monday Motivation. It happens live. Live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get to it. What have we learned today from Monday, July 8th, 2019? And uh, wherever you are right now, let us let us know what you picked up from the show today. Uh, again, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Thank you for listening to the show. I learned as I was preparing for uh, this show that Kenny Chesney like, was supposed to be at the World Trade Center on 9-11 like, shooting a music video. And, and obviously he didn't, he didn't do it that day. But uh, wow, you know, He didn't make it. Yeah. And uh, wow, what a just crazy thing, right? Mm-hmm. That he was supposed to be shooting a music video that day, sure, right there at changed, the World Trade Center. Would have changed country. Would have changed country music. Yeah. To not happen for the last bunch of years. No question. Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? Well, I learned that apparently it's still illegal to fly a lawn chair with, with balloons, hot air balloons. Yeah, you know, I didn't think that you could actually, that it was physically possible, but it is. People fly with helium balloons all the time. It's happened a number of times. There was actually a, a pretty interesting documentary made about a guy who did it. Did he straight up just fly? Yeah, same thing. Attached a bunch of giant helium balloons to a chair and flew. But I think the guy in the documentary, he did he did his math wrong and he ended up like thirty thousand feet. Oh, I've got to be kidding! You know, they didn't know how to rescue him. <gasps> that would be the most petrifying thing ever. In the oh world. yeah, I mean you're sitting in a lawn chair with nothing below you. <laughs> There's no way. I mean I'm ho- hopefully belted in or something. Oh uh, my gosh! Hey honey, it's uh. It's me, Ron. I'm going to be late for uh, dinner. Can you come pick me up in Albuquerque? 
I caught the jet stream. <laughs> All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south. What have we learned today? Um, I learned that apparently there are still people that like to put explosives near parts of their body. That's right. Every yeah. single July 4th. Wow. And um, I saw some what? crazy videos. Yeah, this gentleman actually blew his ear off. So once again, let's watch yeah. out whenever we're near explosives. Can you hear me now? <laughs> No alcoholic beverages. That's what you call stupid is what got you there. Yep, he earned it. Yeah, in that situation, the video we were talking about. All right, everybody, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, my name is Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.